Hey, welcome to Josh's Daily Brew. I'm your host, Josh. This podcast is dedicated to my obsession with the art of living by design. You can expect thoughts on books I've read, the esoteric world of health and fitness, some cryptocurrency dabble, and everything in between. Stoked you here, and I hope you enjoy the show. So I'm so excited for today's episode. Um, I did another long form interview and this time it was with Rosie Lombard from Cape Town, South Africa. And she is a full carnivore and she healed uh, anorexia, mental health and a variety of um, things that she's going through. And she's currently trying to um, rebalance hormones and she's come a long way and it was a, it was a great great chat that I had with Rosie and I really enjoyed it um, and I think it's an important conversation to have and um, I'm very willing to have a lot more of these but I hope you enjoy this episode we dive into her experience uh, with anorexia um, veganism being overweight overweight as a kid I could really um, I could really relate um, to a lot of what she's saying um, not in terms of anorexia I was a I was a rather fat fat kid um but certainly um you know the over exercising parts and then the over you know uh over dieting things like that um i think we, we uh, there's a lot to learn and i really really enjoy this episode i don't want to beat this more than i should so please enjoy this conversation with uh rosie lombard okay um hi rosie thank you so much for coming on the show i really appreciate it no no problem thanks for having me <laughs> Um, so I thought I'd start with, um, I've, I've, I followed you on Instagram for a while now, and I thought I'd start with your, your garage CrossFit gym sessions. Um, I'm really impressed. Um, is that like a product of, of lockdown or have you always trained in the, in the, in the garage or, or how did that uh, sort of come about? So I've been training, um, well, before lockdown, it was obviously at the gym. Um, I'm super into training and I've always loved like fitness and being, you know, active and all that kind of thing. So um, the garage fitness is a product of lockdown for sure. Um, but uh, not so much CrossFit. I've never actually done CrossFit like properly in a CrossFit gym or anything. Um, kind of just done my own workouts and like found workouts on Instagram and Pinterest and all that kind of stuff just for, you know, a bit more of a challenge. But um, normally it's basically only strength training, um, you know, just weights and that kind of thing. Not so much CrossFit, but I've done a couple of sessions. But yeah, <laughs> yeah I've not actually done it properly, but um yeah, I'm still um, doing garage fitness because I haven't gone back to gym, even though they open. I'm just a bit sus. Like, I just don't know about gym yet. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much just grinding away in the garage. Nice. Awesome. Well, keep it up. Um, definitely. Yeah, definitely something we need to keep up. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to dive into it. So I, I mean, I did some research and I obviously looked at your, like, your, your blog and everything, which I want to get into um so uh oftentimes you know people come to uh the, the carnivore diet you know in 
in this fashion, like I just want to lose all this bunch of weight. And I, I mean, personally, I, I was overweight. I was an overeater and uh, I sort of came to low carb um, and carnivore, you know, through wanting to lose weight. So it is a very, um, you know, visceral thing. It was a very superficial, like sort of getting into it. But once I got into it, I enjoyed it. But you, on the other hand, came to it quite differently, I see. Um, in what, in, uh, what um, how, how has it helped you heal? Um, can you maybe speak to your healing process and just anything that comes to mind? Yeah, so initially, my um, reason for going carnival or finding the carnival diet was also for weight loss, which... At that time, I probably didn't need to lose any weight because I was pretty skinny, uh, unhealthy. But yeah, I was like pretty skinny, but I was in the mindset of I just want to be even skinnier. Uh, due to um, my past, which I struggled with anorexia, and I, when I was a child, I was pretty overweight. Um, I wasn't super fat, but I was... I was definitely overweight for my age and what I should be and all that kind of stuff. And um, throughout high school, I was pretty unhappy with the way I looked and I struggled a lot with, um, you know, like self-confidence and body image and all that kind of stuff. And I struggled, I really struggled to lose weight when I went into puberty and, you know, like metric and all all that kind of time period just wasn't great for um, the way I felt about myself. And um, that basically led me to develop anorexia in 2015 um, through to 2016. And um, when I became weight restored, I mean, I gained a bunch of weight, like in a really short period of time. And I did it in the most unhealthiest way because um, that's what I was recommended by my dietitian is just to eat whatever you can to get calories in. And at that point, I was eating about almost 5,000 calories and I was weighing wow. maybe, maybe, maybe 45 kilograms. Um, I'd already gained weight, but, you know, it was like in this limbo stage of recovery where I would gain weight, lose weight, gain weight. I just, I could never keep it on. And um, I was eating like loads of carbs um, just to get the calories in and get the weight up. And it made me feel awful. It made it so much harder than I actually like believe it needs to be. Looking back now, if I maybe ate different foods, um, had a bit more knowledge about what I could be eating to gain weight and to nourish my body, it would have made the process a lot easier because I really was struggling, you know, with the whole uh, mindset of gaining weight. But then at the same time, my body was feeling so terrible. So um, from about that period, I became weight restored in 2016, about April around there. And I managed to keep my weight stable. I never relapsed back into my anorexia, but I was just mentally so screwed up. Like there was just, you know, I was trying everything to lose weight again and I would over-exercise and I would just cut calories completely. And, 
you know, just eat like empty calories, just like salad and low carb veggies and all that kind of stuff. And the craziest thing that um, I look back now and I'm like, how is this even possible? Was I was so scared to eat meat. Like it was my biggest fear food was meat, wow. like protein. And that's basically like 50% of my diet right now. So it's just crazy, like what your mind does to you, you know? And um, when my boyfriend and I went over to the US in, when was that? End of 2018, um, I remember I had like hectic jet lag and I was like up at 3 a.m. in the morning scrolling um, on my phone trying to find ways to lose weight. And um, I was definitely not in the position that I needed to lose any more weight, but you know, my mindset was so like messed up that I was just stuck in like this thing of I need to lose weight, you know, I need to constantly be doing things to help me lose weight. And um, my relationship was, with food was so bad. I just, I had such anxiety around eating. I couldn't eat like with people or go out to eat. Um, I had to make my own meals and I was eating, like, basically eating vegan at that point. I was just eating vegetables, and um, that's basically it, because that was the only thing I felt, like, kept me kind of in shape, you know? And I remember coming across at 3 a.m. in the morning, the carnival diet, um, actually probably the same uh, website you came across, which is Kevin's website, and I just saw this and I was like, weight loss, you can eat all the meat you want and all the food you want kind of thing. And I was like, I was t I'll tell you this much, I was craving meat. Like, it was crazy. And I just had this, like, huge fear of eating it that it would make me gain weight. I don't know if that came up through my anorexia period and it just, like, manifested in my head that that was something bad that I wasn't supposed to eat and I was going to make me gain weight but I started because I had cut it out for so long a couple of years my body was like craving meat just anything meaty you know and I was like this sounds like a diet for me because I can eat all the meat and I can lose weight at the same time so I slowly like transitioned into it. I was still eating plants, um, a couple of veggies, not much, but a few veggies, but I was like crazily under eating because I would only eat a little bit of meat and a little bit of veggies and then that would be me for the day, you know? And also didn't touch any fatty meat because that was just like, no, I can't do that yet. And um, so, of course, I lost weight because, I mean, I did it so wrong, you know. I went and just ate all the lean meats and I didn't eat enough and I did lose weight. But I already felt like 10 times better, like maybe two, three days in of just eating meat and I just felt, already felt so much better. And for the longest time, I was... I was, I wouldn't say I was carnivore, I was predominantly meat-based, still eating, you know, a couple of plant foods, like a little bit of salad and mushrooms and all that kind of stuff, um, just 
because I was like not convinced that you could just eat meat and be mm. like totally healthy, you know. <laughs> it's, uh, especially out here in South Africa, the carnival diet is so like not heard of, you know. And every yeah. time I tell people, well, this is what I eat, they're like, what? No veggies, no nothing, no this. And I'm like, no, I don't eat it. <laughs> so um, my parents were definitely like when they kind of like caught on to what I was doing, they were like, oh, okay, no, this is not good. Like this is another extreme way of eating you know, with my yeah. past of anorexia and everything. And I was just like, whatever, <laughs> like, I feel so good. And only, um, I would say about the end of 2019, around November, I transitioned to full carnival and like making meat, uh, protein and fat a priority and kind of getting over that fear of eating fat because I know that's such a big like thing out there that people are like, oh, you can't eat too much fat because of cholesterol, because it's going to make you fat. But I mean, I'm eating, I'm eating quite a bit of fat and that's probably been the whole game changer for me is mm. that I've balanced it all out and found kind of what worked for me. Um, and yeah, I've been carnival ever since and probably the best thing I've ever done for my health, for sure. Oh, awesome. So, there's yeah. just so there's just so much I want to speak about and unpack. But um yeah, I wanna be um respectful to your time. Um so wow, yeah. So I read this uh so your blog is called Reviving Rosie, right? So I read the interesting um, blog post that you um, that you put up that was pinned there. It says finally letting go, and you you spoke about the past five years being both a combination of like how did I survive that and man that was the best time of my life. Um, I I feel the same to be honest. When I read that and I was like, it it hit me. It it really does feel like that for me as well. Um, so yeah, thank you. And I just wanted to say, I mean, I enjoyed this part you. I was just going through the notes here. You say you said that um, you spoke about being impatient and you want you want the, the the whole thing to happen now, but it's a process. And I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, I don't know if you can speak to that that post and about letting go or. Yeah, so um, a lot of the, I would say um, in 2015, 2016, when I was. Um, actively in my anorexia stage um i had developed a lot of of habits and things that kind of made me feel safe made me feel like i was in control because what i've noticed is when i feel stressed or out of control or something goes wrong my my first fallback is um controlling what i eat and how much i exercise that's just how I deal with what's going on around me. And for the longest time, I took that through my, my years of recovery. And um, that kind of kept me from recovering because whenever I'd get into like a difficult place, I would immediately go back to over-exercising, cutting my calories, you know, doing all that because that's something I can control. Mm. And... Um, I had to let that go, that part of me go, the anorexia part of me go to be able to move forward with my life, to 
fully recovered to be able to help other people because I never wanted to kind of like share my story or put it out there on YouTube or anything like that because I felt like kind of like a hypocrite because I was in this like limbo stage of recovery but you know then I'm telling people oh you can do it you can recover from anorexia mm. but meanwhile I'm like stuck in it you know so um I wrote that kind of uh, more for myself like telling myself it's totally okay to let that part of you go and by holding on to that it's just going to keep me um from you know being fully recovered and moving forward and just you know like i think that's such a um a big part of me and i'll probably always have that with me but um it definitely does not control me as much as it used to in the past and I've had to let those habits, those old habits go, those negative things go to be able to kind of be where I am today, basically. Mm. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Um, and like, I mean, eventually the truth comes out and it's just interesting how, um, you know, cause I'm, I'm, I'm actually in Joburg now, but I was living in Cape Town for the past three years. And obviously Cape Town is just, I mean, vegan central as well. So what, <laughs> I mean, what are you, what are your, I'm, I'm sure you have friends and obviously I know you said you mentioned your, your rents and things like that, but what do you, what do you think about the stigma that's attached to eating meats and things like that? Cause I've, this is something I personally battle with is like, um, is that, you know, my brand and, and trying to talk to people about it, but also like, then you have past friends that have gone vegan and you just, you wonder what they think about you. And like you said, it's, family you'll be like oh this is just another crazy like extreme eating thing but i don't know if you can speak to that i don't know if there's anything that comes to mind yeah so um i i get lots of vegan people commenting on my photos um especially on instagram um, and they're not very nice but that's okay <laughs> yeah. um, i just let it go but um i'm I'm a firm believer in whatever works for you is cool. Like, I mean, somebody might not like, for example, my mother, um, both my parents eat meat. They're completely omnivore. I don't know what you want to call it, but they eat whatever, you know? Um, but she just doesn't like to eat lots of meat hmm. and she has it in her diet. And that's totally okay. If you feel healthy on that way of eating, go for it, you know? For me, this, I feel the best I've ever felt in probably my whole life. I grew up eating meat, um, of course, you know, South African. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I also ate a lot of carbs and I just found that carbs do not do well with my body. I'm um, struggling with my thyroid. Uh, that's probably part hereditary part anorexia is called. Um, my mom had thyroid cancer, my aunt's got thyroid issues, so it's in my family. Um, but I definitely think going through the whole anorexia stage aggravated it. So um, I, I'm on medication for that, which I'm trying to kind of get off, um, hopefully with a carnivore diet. Um, but yeah, carbs just have never like done it for me. And I, I ate extremely healthy 
healthy. Um, you know, from about high school up until I got anorexia, I would eat, you know, no processed foods, just like the good um, wholesome carbs and meats and all that kind of stuff. But I just, yeah, my body just didn't dig it. Like it just wasn't liking it at all. And now that I'm eating meat, I just feel so much, you know, clearer, just my body's starting to work better. All the biofeedback markers are improving, like my sleep, you know, my hormones are getting better. My hair is starting to grow. All those kind of small things that are just indicating that my body's actually starting to function again. And um, with the stigma with veganism, I think I have a friend, a very good friend that's full vegan and she's had lots of like um, good experience on it. She had very bad stomach issues and it's helped her stomach issues and that's cool. Like if that works for you, then go for it. But I would never, you know, what? like what makes me a little bit like, I wouldn't say upset, but like, you know, who are you to judge kind of thing is I've had people come to me and like, oh my goodness, how can you eat that? you know and I'm just like well it's not bothering or it's not affecting you is it you know yeah so I'm fully like whatever works for you is cool but don't come at me at the way I eat because I'd never go to someone and say like oh my goodness all you eat is plants kind of thing you know um and I've had um I went to dinner with my boyfriend's parents the one night um and I was like, I don't eat any vegetables. <laughs> Where's the steak? <laughs> and they were like, what? <laughs> like, so, like, okay. But, like, super interested in why I do it, which is cool. Like, I don't mind telling people. But the cool thing is, like, my parents and my boyfriend and all the people around me can see such a difference, you know, such a positive difference in my mental state. Um, in my health, in my mood, because I was really nasty before I went <laughs> carnival. I was like crap, so I just didn't feel like being nice to anyone. Yeah. You know, like I was just, just very moody and it just, yeah, it works for me. And if veganism or whatever works for you, then cool. Like I've tried everything. I've tried veganism, pescatarian. I've tried keto um, on carnivore now so i mean i've done it and this is just what works for me right now mm. so yeah. awesome that's so cool the, yeah the reason why i was to bring it up is because um uh in 2018 so I, I actually started like carnivore like in 2018 and i was writing about it like back then on my blog and a bunch of my friends from school or friends the, it was uh bunch of girls decided uh to like all attack me on instagram and it was the and i was just got such a shock but you know what i you know what i've grown a lot and i'm exactly in the camp where you are now i'm saying if it works for you it works for you No, you can't you can't be you, you can't just assume that it'll work for everyone and back then i felt so attacked that i i i wrote a whole post about it i put their comments and it was, it's nice to look back in it now and, and look at it and say, okay, I've grown as a person because now I don't, I'm not so attached to my, you know, ideals and things like that. So yeah, I really like the way you, you put that. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't want to take up too much of more of your time, Rosie, but are there, is there any like um, sources that you follow at the moment? Like any people or sources that you, you recommend to anybody, maybe that's in your camp that you could yeah, recommend? Yeah. 
Um, uh, I don't. I don't have anywhere to be, so don't worry about <laughs> time or anything. But um, I've been following um, health coach Kate. I don't know if you follow her. Um, uh, no, I'm not. No, I'm not too sure. Okay, well, on Instagram, and she does a lot of YouTube videos, and um, she does some really good posts about carnivore and how to kind of do it properly, you know. Mm. I kind of just jumped into it, didn't really read up about it or do do any kind of um, research. I just was like, cool, you know, eat meat, lose weight kind of thing. But that's (laughs) definitely not the, the case. I think like carnivore is super beneficial if you've got some health issues that you need sorting out. Because for me, I gained weight on carnivore, which is like the opposite reason of why I wanted to do it. But I truly believe that I needed to gain the weight um, to help my hormones out, Mm. especially a woman, you know, that we've got so many like things going on and my anorexia didn't do me any favors. So I definitely think I needed to gain weight in order to sort out my hormonal issues and just improve my my body's health in general. And um, she really uh, talks about a lot of those things and what kind of foods to eat and what you know vitamins and nutrients are in the foods and why it's important to eat certain foods and organ meats and all that kind of stuff. And um, I just kind of loosely follow, um, what's his name? Sean, yeah, short, Sean, oh, the, yeah, the, Sean Baker, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I follow him and um, I kind of mostly just like self-experiment, to be honest. Mm. I've tried um, switching around my macros to see how that works. And I went from eating majority like higher protein um, moderate fat to high fats moderate protein but then I just found myself like kind of just like drifting back into higher protein my body just likes more protein I would say and that's kind of how you got to do this because everybody's different you know some people might like flourish on high protein moderate fat Some people like to do the 50-50 split. Other people like to do, you know, high fat, low protein. So it's basically so individual. But I Mm. think if you have some serious health issues like inflammation or anything of that sort, this could be super helpful for for you, you know, because my boyfriend actually has ulcerative colitis. And we've also been through the, the loop with trying vegan, trying like gluten-free, trying every kind of diet out there just to kind of get some sort of healing going. And he's actually on keto now and it's the best he's ever like been. Symptom-wise, you know, just energy-wise and all that kind of stuff. Like, so it's it's very, yeah, if you've got something you need to figure out, um, I would suggest maybe even starting keto and then transitioning into carnival because right now I'm so in tune with my body. I know when something's off and I know, you know, when sleep's bad, it could be because I ate something different or all that kind of stuff. So it's just really good to get in tune with your body. Even if you try it for 30 days and you're like, cool. Okay. I like it or I don't like it or whatever. 
I just think it'd be super cool to try and maybe, yeah, do research before you start. Mm. So there's so many people on Instagram. Um, I, I follow think, a whole bunch. You can find it on YouTube. I mean, yeah, I think Kevin Stock, um, Kevin Stock's uh, 30-day guide and uh, his his article on um, the health dangers of a plant-based diet are very good places to start. I mean, he really gets yeah. into the the science of like phytates and things like yeah. that, which is really interesting. So, but thank you. That's um, yeah, that's very interesting. I, I I do I do get that sense that you enjoy experimenting and um, sharing your results and things like that. Um, maybe just a bit of a rapid two more questions. Um, your go-to like go-to carnivore meal. I know everyone has their sort of go-to meal. What's your what's your go-to? <laughs> I actually ate it last night. I am like on a pork run recently. Um, I, I When I had anorexia and right after that, I convinced myself that pork was like really bad and like I shouldn't be eating it. And now I'm just like, oh my goodness, I can't get enough. So anything nice. pork basically, like pork chops, you know, like pork belly, anything like that. Um I eat I eat majority um, free range grass fed meats, um, so I yeah I eat different. I don't eat like standard meals every day. Um, you know I tend to eat my first meal. I eat two meals a day, and my first meal's always smaller because I'm working and I'm busy. And yeah. then my dinners are more you know like steaks and pork and all that kind of stuff but um probably my go-to meal right now would be pork anything pork <laughs> nice i'm also i feel the same i'm also i've literally had a had pork chops and steak before this <laughs> yeah. um and then i see you've got uh on your website you've got carnivore merch as well is there is that is that happening <laughs> what's 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 happening on that front <laughs> so, so um, my boyfriend's a professional athlete. He's actually a professional bodyboarder. And um, he started making his own merch, um, you know, just shirts and that kind of thing. And I was like, cool, I'll try and make some carnival merch. So it's like a thing, but it's not really, if you know what I mean. Just did yeah, it for fun. It's just a nice, yeah. 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 Um, cool. Well, I mean... I really appreciate the time, Rosie. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Um, is yeah, there anything else cool. you want to? Is there anything else you got to say, or can we wrap it up? No, that's it for me. Uh, thank you so much. No, thank you for having me. Thanks for listening. If you do have time, please would you go to Apple Podcasts wherever you're listening to this and subscribe. And if you'd like to keep up to date with my latest happenings and things like that. Uh, visit my website joshnayman.com and go subscribe to my newsletter which goes out every sunday thank you and i hope you have a lovely day